Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what will you be discussing this week, my friend? Ryan, regardless of what you said in the pregame, we are going to have an actual deep discussion as this week's GBI focuses on the Ukraine-Russia conflict. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week, not only do I pin you down on some of your racist blind spots, but I finally put to rest the debate, am I smarter than Sir Isaac Newton? Simply, the answer is yes. But first, listen to this crap. (laughs) How does the underneath of my toilet seat keep getting so dirty, Tyler? I I just genuinely don't understand it. And before you answer, I don't want this to be some sophomoric joke about poop and pee-pee. And you're in trouble. None of that. I'm actually asking the physics that I don't understand about the underside of my toilet seat. Well, the problem is, is you've asked me a question and then boxed me into a corner where I can't give you the actual answer. Am I shitting upwards, Tyler? You are pooping into the bowl, so of course everything's going to get dirty. There's lots of of germs in there. But wait a minute. Is there some sort of splash zone? Obviously. And it's not just poop. There's pee. I don't understand. Mm. And again. I know that Welcome, this, listeners. Oh, hey, guys. How are you doing? Welcome. This is Those Guys You Hate, where we talk about all sorts of stuff. Right this, now, poop and pee. This, but, but, but like math, though. This I isn't to, the way that we start our shows normally, I promise. Just sure it is. Push through it. Do, push through it. Don't, don't do it. Weird nomenclature. Don't do it. Do you understand what I'm yes. actually asking, though? Okay. Yes. There is uh, bathroom material. Is that better for you, Tyler? There's, there's bathroom material on the underside of... Toilet seats, and I don't truly understand it. Fecal matter, Ryan. (laughs) Fecal matter is what you're talking about. Wasn't that that old sitcom with Steve Urkel? (laughs) Fecal matters? No, it wasn't. So I guess, basically, I I have been thinking about this to some degree, and I will move on because I am sensing your discomfort. I'm just wondering how the listener is, is embracing this conversation. Here's the thing about this show. Last week, we started the show talking about how does getting into a relationship affect your masturbation rhythm. Oh, you said it again. Do you you talk about it? Mm -hmm. I I feel like Mm -hmm. what we do here is we talk about things that people have thought about but don't really talk about. Okay, on the last episode, I'm going to agree with that conversation. On this episode, I'm going to go ahead and say that not everybody's thinking about the excess fecal matter under their toilet (laughs) bowl seat. Under their toilet bowl seat, no. And pee, because (laughs) I've been thinking about this a lot, and what I realize is I do. He speaks for the people. (laughs) People. I do the underneath helicopter, so I'm imagining that's the cause of many of my woes. More than likely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, that I understand. It doesn't help that you lift the seat and just pee all over it. I do understand the blood spatter technology and and where he was when he was using the weapon, not unlike a game of Clue. Let's move on. This is not going well. Let's do the show. My name is Ryan. My name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. At 
Greetings, Haitian Army, and welcome to the show that promotes love in the weirdest possible way. Tyler, how are you feeling this week, my friend? What's going on? Full of love, buddy. Full of love. Full At of least love. that's what I keep telling myself. Let's see if we can get some of that out of there. And welcome to another show. We're happy to have you guys back. Now, here's the thing, Tyler. Um, this show, as an audio medium, more than uh, anything else... We consist almost entirely on sounds. And from the very beginning of when we started doing the show, I started trying to put little sounds together, little segments, just to keep the show moving in a way that wasn't just you and me talking for an hour straight. Yes. Well, as we have described in the past, these sounds are your babies. And sure. you love them more than your actual child. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah. not even close. Now, when you say <laughs> babies, you, buddy. it's great. Because babies mature. You know what I mean? They start off Hopefully. as a, a little pile of tissue, and they grow up to be big, giant men that eat your everything you got in the kitchen, and they just will not stop taking all of your money. I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I'm just talking about parenthood in general. So you know they're just, they, they go from little, tiny little baby tissue to giant tissue that eats all your shit. Anchors, bro. <laughs> just pulling you down. You want to travel? Nope. You got to stay home. Somebody's got to be in school. Who's going to come get RJ? You know, but not to be too specific. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, um, a lot of these sounds that we use on the show, they started off in a very uh, sophomoric place and then have worked their ways up. Sure. Do you remember this sound? Conversations, my Haitians. Vaguely. Sure. I think I used it one time. It's uh -huh. just a very uh, lazy way to just throw stuff up in the air and just kind of see how we can use it moving forward. Yeah, and it's you saying three words with a pre-recorded uh, ukulele track. A little uke. <laughs> Back there, just tearing stuff up. Guess what? We're using it again today. Speaking of noises, I, I have another little introduction to the show. Now, Tyler, you know the congratulations sound that I use all the time, and we use it to, to give somebody a lift up. We use it to promote somebody, to champion some sort of cause. You familiar with it? Yeah, it's a very uh, positive sound. It's a very happy sound. It's, it lifts my spirits every time I hear it. Wow, congratulations. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, what about a sound for when we want to apologize for something, which we do a lot on this show? I was going to say, we'd be playing it a lot. Sure. It better be sure. easy on the ears. Maybe a multitude of sounds would work out better. Probably. Okay. A, a cacophony, if you will. A cacophony, if you will. So that brings me to my next point. Last week, session 109, I would like to say... We're sorry. <laughs> and, and, and here's why. Because when we listen back to it, and this happens so often on the show... Uh-huh. You hear yourself in a way that you didn't experience it. Perhaps I will feel that way about what we're doing right now. I almost feel that I feel that way almost all the time. Sure. Where it's where I'm when I'm doing the show, I don't remember anything I said. It's we talked about this before. We go back to edit, and when I'm listening to it, there's so many things that we say that we just don't remember being said. Absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like you black out. Mm -hmm. So but last week, because I I wouldn't say that I was having a manic episode, but I was having a manic day. Mm -hmm. And I did not listen to you at all. I was just trying to be funny as when when I'm least funny. So mm -hmm. I, I will say directly to you. We're sorry. And uh, that means so much. Thank and you. Also, and I would say to the audience who has stuck around for so many of these things. I'm deeply sorry. And, and uh. really, I think that people can track us where we're at in the rise and the fall. And uh, I appreciate you guys sticking around. And, and the last time I'll say it. Sorry. <laughs> I went back and looked at that South Park. Dude, it is so funny. So funny. So funny. And also, I did... 
when you hear me just doing a, a, a string of puns, just pun after pun after pun, which is the laziest joke that there is yeah, on this planet. What are you, Bob's Burgers? We're sorry. Yeah, exactly. All right, Tyler, now that we've done that, let's move on and let's do today's show. I'm going to hit you with this fact, Tyler. America is less than 5% of the world's population, but we incarcerate 20% of the world's prisoners. Conversations, my Haitians! Now, and obviously, um, you know, jail reform, I'm not saying that the correct way, it's, it's a hot-button issue. Why is it that America is so ready to just lock people up? What is the correlation there about our country in particular? Well, I think the issue, uh, the prime issue here, the direct cause, is my best guess, is that our prison system in a lot of ways is privatized. It is for profit. Is it not that way in other countries? No, oh, no, absolutely I, not. I, I genuinely did not know that. No, because when you have a prison system that is for profit, that means that it is their incentive to keep people locked up. It, they make money off of people being in their business. R recidivism, if I'm saying that correctly. Well, recidivism, I, I don't think that... Man. The whole system is built on people it's who a go to it's prison a going back to prison. Sure. Cr making these people... Like it's we like my credit card problems. How? how, how? They just, I'm in a cycle, Tyler, <laughs> and they just won't let me go. I mean, I, 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 paid, I paid you money last month, and now I owe you more money than last month. I don't understand it. I didn't sign up for this, sir. This is exactly what you signed Credit up for. Credit card recidivism. I agree. <laughs> yeah, and it's in the entire system. Is And, I mean, you could go into the conversation of free labor, which is modern-day slavery, which is a very interesting topic that we can get into later. Which affects certain demographics way more than it affects... Way more! ...is what the liberal media would have you believe. <laughs> no, it, it really is super interesting. And, man, I love slash hate this idea of America as the gun-toting Wild West cowboy, mm -hmm. but also this is the dark side of that. We are a violent society that, you know, breeds violence. Well, when you get fuck your emotions, be a man, grow up. And, and it's not like that anywhere else? Uh, no, I, no, no, I, I don't know about that. Sure. I would say parts off the top of my head, maybe parts of Australia, parts of uh, England, I would, I would assume has a good amount of that. But yeah, our prison systems across the world in first world countries are about reform. They are about taking these people who have done crimes and reforming them and introducing them back into society sure. as functioning members. Let's work on the mental, not just keeping the body locked up. What is it that puts you in this position for you to cause this crime? And of course, there's always going to be people that just like to kill people. Sure. You know? Like you have a chemical imbalance. Of or... course, serial killers, sure. you know, whatever the case is. But a lot of people these commit these crimes, stealing or theft, uh, whatever it is, are in positions um, of dire straits. And they, and they steal, in one case, to provide for their family. Yeah. Is that a crime? Or is this just a person who wants to eat? Nah, it's a crime. Off with his head. No, and I, and I agree. And I just think that it's such an interesting kind of experiment when you look at the different societies and these different ways that people go about it and how that affects the people in it, which mm -hmm. stands to reason. And we are the most incarcerated of all of them. That's it. We're, we're a, um, in a lot of ways, uh, very heavy on the police state activities. We love our police in, in ways that are healthy. Not everybody does. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the country. Sure. The country overall, the United States loves their police force. In a lot of ways, it's very beneficial. It's great. But in a lot of ways, it's very nationalistic and uh, over 
looks a lot of problems. Tyler's a communist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that is how you conversate. Let's do the depression index. No, 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 Ryan. We are communists. No one cares. The depression index is is a machine that I built with a hammer and sickle, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are, Tyler. What you think about that communism joke, brother? Where do you get a sickle from these days? Isn't that? Oh, please! I got a sickle guy. You need a sickle guy? (laughs) How do you not have a sickle guy, dude? Sickle.com, I bet, is blowing up right now. Tyler, how is your journey with your medication doing? Uh, it's going well, Ryan. My body is responding. Awesome. Uh, my body is responding well to the lessening of the dose. So, uh, so so far so good. And I took my medication six days this week, Ryan. That's awesome, Tyler. The utmost respect with. Oh, oh my goodness! Thank you. I hope people understand what kind of a, uh, what kind of gravitas that has. I hope people understand really. Like how important that is? Cause, I think cause I don't. I, 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 you know, I love it. Just a sound. You, you know, I love your sounds, but I think you're gonna have to continue for the end of time explaining that sound because it, it doesn't really give off karate. I don't get it. I, I don't even understand the joke that I am making. So, Tyler, tell me about what's going on with you this week, man. Ryan, I'm just gonna get right into my theme for the week. Uh, the past few weeks, I have been in a state of denial. Okay. And I have been in the middle of something and have been uh, disassociating and denying it. Paddling up denial. Finally, in a way, yes. Right, thank yes. you. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, you got through with that with the skin of your teeth. I, I needed that really bad. <laughs> Tyler, I need this. I have been suffering. I finally realized that I have been suffering uh, my whole life, but these last few weeks have been severe. A uh, case of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Uh, I have experienced it for about 39 years. Fantastic. Sure. Fant- not you experiencing it, but oh. that you understand. Oh, okay. I thought we were bonding. <laughs> Forget it. And yeah, I would not wish this on anybody. It is a feeling of, for anybody who doesn't know, sure. it's just what it sounds like. It, it's a feeling of being found out as a fake. Like as if I am going to be found out that I am a fraud by my loved one. Sure. And, and not as in being a high achiever or at your job. Like literally the human being that you are. Just you're, the person that I am. Your personality, your thoughts are fake. You yep. know what I mean? I read something that really stuck with me over the weekend. Was or, it The Giving Tree? Just yesterday. I will never read that again. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Shel Silverstein. That is your real name. We know you cut down that tree. Oh, yeah. Too much alliteration, you bastard. And there was a, um, a, a quote that I read today, and it was a broad conversation about why politicians are behaving the way that they are now, because it's never been as much of a clown show, I don't think, as it is today. Okay. And it is, why don't they feel shame? And as somebody wrote, shame is the, feel, is the fear of being disconnected. Of just saying, all right, we cut you out, you're done, get away from us. You've done something that's unforgivable. But just the idea of being excluded from the people you care about. Which is a human component. Absolutely. And the reason it's to clip off the politician side, they don't feel shame because they have their group. Now it's it's a, a... a football team or a basketball team that you love, you have your fans and they stick with you no matter what. Sure. There is no fear of being disconnected. I am going through the exact opposite right now. I am in this unconscious state of no matter what I do, no matter what my behavior is, if anybody sees me behave in any way, sure. I am going to be outed. Outed as a fraud. Okay. And it's just been this constant state of fear well, do, that I have been in. Do you believe you're a fraud? In a lot of ways, I do, okay. and I know I need to. That's what needs to be tackled, I, I would say. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm doing it day by day. It's just, man, is it a 
is it a struggle for me? Well, in the midst of all this toilet humor and, uh, you know, stupid jokes, I, I genuinely support you. I don't think you're a fraud. I think that you're a better person than you actually know. That means I'm playing off the fraud perfectly, Ryan. Yeah, I guess so. I guess in some weird way, you are a fraud, Tyler. Holy shit. And a successful one. You've earned this. Ryan, this week, I am going to say I'm at a seven. Let's go, baby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It could be a stunt double. Who friggin' knows? I'm really glad that you said this because I think it really plays into what I'm talking about this week. Okay? What you talking about? Uh, what I'm talking about is gaying it up, Tyler. Mm. And here is what it is. I had a beautiful moment this week, and I think that if we actually simmer this whole story down, it may reduce to a little bit of what you're already talking about. This week, as I was... Just, well, actually in the middle of meditating in the morning, so I was, my brain was still somewhat of a goo, my phone rang. Mm. And it was my son's mom. Now, this is a very personal story, but I, also it's something that I would love to share with you guys because I have also gone through a lot of what you're talking about. And I think that the reason that I have those feelings of um, being likely to be discovered is that in a lot of ways, I wasn't being myself. Mm -hmm. The reason that I felt like an imposter, because in some ways I was. I, I decided who I wanted to be and what actions do I commit to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's almost instead of just being yourself, it is a step-by-step -step process in your mind of what are the steps that I need to take in order for people to like me. Sure, and while you're doing that computing in your brain, that is where you seem fake. That is where you seem like a computer program. Yep. That is where people, whether they know it or not, look at you and they're like, this this guy's trying a little bit too Oh hard. yeah, you and that's what I, mean? I was giving off for so long sure. and never realized it. I had convinced myself that I was broken. Right. I was just, I, I'm broken. I came sure. into this world broken. Well, and, and it's not true. Well, in, you are broken when it comes to portraying this character because that's not who you really are my thought process is what's broken i we as humans are never broken well what i mean is and i i, I want to stick back to the story but you it, said is, it, up. it is it is semantics just in terms of that character that you're trying to play it will always be broken because that's not who you truly are mm. so what my son's mom always used to do is when she was having problems with him she would call him up and i would be the enforcer yeah now what's funny about that is any parent who's ever been in that situation you could be walking down the street with one of your buddies just hanging out. Then your phone rings, and then it's the other parent saying, you're not going to believe this, and you have to summon this faux anger. Mm -hmm. You have to be like, well, I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to blah, 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 and that's what I did, and it's such bullshit yeah. because I'm not angry. I'm over here hanging out. Like, I don't even know what's going on over there. Mm -hmm. So she called me to use me to threaten him this week. You're a poking stick. Right. <laughs> Get him, jab him. Now, here's the thing. We haven't done this in a long time. It's uh -huh. been it's been a very long time since that phone call was made. And here is where the thing had changed. I did not threaten my son. I did not say I'm going to come over there. I de-escalated the situation. Uh, I thought you were going to say you promised. I talked to him. I reasoned with him. Mm. I treated him with respect as I always do now. Sure. And at the very end, it ended with him calling me back later and saying, you know, 
I don't think she's going to call you in those situations anymore. <laughs> and I, we both had a little bit of laugh. And he's like, yeah, you really de-escalated the situation. I might be the one calling you now. <laughs> and, and, and dude, I'm telling you, and we're having a little laugh. And that's just a little story. Yeah. But it, And not to take away anything from my son's mom. I don't mean that as an insult or anything. She lives with him constantly. She's doing a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. and, she, and she does a great job. She's allowed to get annoyed. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that it was such a beautiful thing to be able to measure my progress of I used to be this raving lunatic and now in this moment I'm the voice of reason mm -hmm. and bro it deeply touched me yeah. it really touched me and it was a really beautiful moment I, I'm having a lot of really great I'm really fighting against my imposter syndrome Tyler and mm. I'm and I'm learning who I am and really developing a relationship with that person. Gayer than usual. Probably turning your son gay with this, all those niceties. Well, it's not a far drive. Yeah. This week, I am at a, a, a two. One, two, just because I didn't yeah, yeah, I was going to say, pick it that and stick to it. Is squirt, squirt, squirt. The deal. Great job, Tyler. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler. I'm just going to throw this at you as we, we go for a little break. I know more about physics than Isaac Newton ever did. Conversations, my Haitians. I do. I, I literally know more about physics than Isaac Newton. What do you think about that? Oh, excuse me, sir. Isaac Newton. First please. of all, get it right. Curtsy to this mother bleeper. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say no, you don't. Of course I do. No, you don't. He didn't even know what a freaking atom was, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I went to school with an atom. What's an atom? Uh, an atom is just the, it's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself it's, to you. It's a weird, weird, Sir Isaac Newton. weird example to go to. That's not, that's not how conversations work. It's not a test. This isn't tests, my Haitian. This is a conversation. You're being a dick. Like Sir Isaac Newton, Tyler. I, I'm on Team Isaac. That's, uh, let's go ahead and let's take a break. Uh, We're devolving. Go learn a little bit more about physics. Well, <laughs> everybody knows what an atom is, bro. I don't have to prove it to you. Did they have TED Talks back then? I don't think so. <laughs> Sir Isaac Newton, Chupa Me Pinga. We'll be right back. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys 
Oh yeah, you know I was gonna ask you what days do the trash go out because I gotta put those out. Uh, maybe not the right time for that. Mm. You hate Sunday night and Wednesday night. Thank you. Those guys, you those guys, you those guys, you those guys, you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Back in business. Sorry. Mm. Hey. Sorry. Uh, you know, they never actually say that. I was kind of shocked. They never go, hey. Oh, uh, well, that's our thing now. Yeah, we did that. We came up with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler. Oh, great. This one's not going to be as bad as normal. It's just one that I find to be really interesting. Now, Tyler, as you're going through to find what we're talking about here and open it up, are you familiar with the band Slipknot? I am. I love Slipknot. Okay, cool. Now, what you're about to look at is a picture of the lead singer. Okay. Now, could you tell me what stands out about this picture deal? Whoa! What is it, Tyler? He's got a really muscular neck. He has got a really unbelievably muscular neck. Wow. Can you imagine why? Is it because of the mask he wears? Headbanging, Tyler. Headbanging has done that. Not unlike Rafael Nadal's giant right arm, his neck is oh disproportionate. It's almost the, the width of his of his torso. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? He actually broke his neck without knowing it and had to go into a cast. That is terrible. Isn't that crazy? I so, think it's time to take a break. If you're <laughs> I think it's time to take a break. Hey, uh, if you're flying down the highway in your car, go ahead and Google Slipknot Neck, and you will... Probably make, crash your car. Make the face that Tyler is making. Ooh. All right, Tyler. Sorry, no judgment, no body shame. Well, but you it's time a, to hang up the 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 the, the headband. It's time to unzip the mask for good. No, it's it's pretty crazy, isn't it? That and is crazy. That is a dedication to your craft because I would no say, kidding. look, I love being a millionaire. I love making all this money and just you know making people happy around the world. But I can't look like this. I just can't do it for sure. It's like it's like the rock singers, like Avenged Sevenfold, the lead singer. They scream so much, they break their their voice almost, and you have to stop screaming. I love this guy kept going. What I love about, yes, his, <laughs> he kept his, going. his neck and back was broken and he was still doing it without knowing. That's crazy. My favorite story about Avenged Sevenfold, and I don't know them specifically, is if you go through and look at their rock names, they started the band when they were just like in high school and ah, just getting out of high school. Yeah. And now they're like 40 year old men known as, you know, we can review, I will give you their names and they're on record being like, I wish I wasn't this oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish that people didn't call me death sticks. You know un- what I mean? It's unfortunate. We yeah. can review. I uh, wonder if Flea enjoys being called Flea. See, Flea, I, I, maybe I'm just applying this to with my own rose-colored glasses. He's a tiny little guy. It just fits him. That's like, fair. It's not a, in my opinion. Yeah, it's wear underwear all the time. It's oh, really unfair. That one sock. <laughs> All right, Tyler, there is a segment that you do that involves, uh, you know, just going back over things that are happening. I don't recall what it's called. What what, 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 what is that thing? It's the good. What? The bad. Oh, that's right. And the interesting ride. Oh, my God, that is. Oh, man, we should just, you know, use some letters to reference it. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, Ryan. Mm. This is a very special GBI. I'll be the judge of that. It is the Russia-Ukraine edition, Ryan, because no one is talking about that right now. It genuinely feels like at the beginning everybody was talking about it, and I know that my 
circles are very small. So, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's still heavily discussed. But I feel like it's really taken a step back. Even me, in my cave of knowledge. Uh, it was reaching me at the very beginning. Haven't heard as much recently. Well, I can tell you as somebody who peruses Reddit from time to time, it has made its way into culture of all kinds. You know, as whatever the memes are doing is what's hot sure. at that moment. That's how we get our news nowadays. That's right. Isn't that crazy? Right. I mean, that's just the way that our society is evolving. I am so <laughs> glad I didn't say Tom Peruse because I'm out of the puns business. So, so I'm sure you'll find your way back in soon enough. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, and so it is... Still being talked about wildly okay, online. Cool. Lots of memes about cool. it. I stay away from information. <laughs> and uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, has become the face of not just the nation, but of a movement. I right read now. somewhere that he is a former comedian. Is that true? His former show, comedy show, I think it's a sketch comedy show, has blown up. Get out of here. In the last couple of weeks, simply because of the, face, the name that he's made for. See, I always thought that if Trump had just enlisted in, in an improv troupe, <laughs> I just feel like his message would have come a lot, a lot easier. Do you, you think know? so? Yeah. Because I don't think he has the the the, the pizzazz what? for improv. He, I don't think that's his, his he's thing. He's got the best words. And he'd be like, ah, why do okay. all these skits keep coming okay. back to my head? This is four years too old, this what we're doing right now. Are we now. not doing Trump <laughs> jokes? All right, let's get back. That's old, that's old news. Oh, man. So... Let's go into our good, Ryan. Support for Ukrainian refugees is being seen across the world. Now, this is obviously silver lining because we're talking about the fact that these people were made into refugees. Absolutely. But our United States has recently announced that they can stay, refugees can stay as long as they want without fear of deportation. Here in the Estados Unidos. Here in the States, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. German civilians welcoming them into the train station, into the airports. Yes. They're a warm people. I mean, what are you going to... It's just what they do. Well, they've done a real 180 in, oh, in the last really? uh, 80 years. Good on them. Uh, but yeah, it's there was even a sign out there that read, it could be us, or it could have been us. Well, you, you know what's so interesting about this is the first act of patriotism that I ever really recall is after 9-11. You saw those American flags on everybody's cars. Yep. It was the first time that I was ever like, oh shit, this is really like, this is what patriotism feels like. I feel like you're seeing that right now on an international stage. Definitely. And in terms of the 9-11 thing, everybody was feeling connected, unless you were Muslim. For two weeks. Unless you were Muslim. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Then you weren't part of this connection. Well, I'm glad you say that because, and I don't want to step on any toes or I don't want to screw up your segment. Is there an element of this where we are all connected? And I don't want to say we all because I'm sure not everybody feels the same, of course. Mm -hmm. We're connecting with these people because they're blonde-haired, blue-eyed. There's I, something to be said about the refugees coming in being very white. And, and, and there are so many parts of the world that have this exact same problem going on that you don't see businesses flying their flag. Syria, uh, a lot of people died there. Nobody was welcoming those refugees. Anyway, okay, this I'm is sorry. a good ride. Oh, oh forgive me. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about this again in six minutes. Oh, and you know what? I forgot to... I was thinking about it. You it's, forgot it's your okay. noise? Let's hear it, Tyler. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, don't, Why not, do I need to edit? Let's not hide behind editing. That, you made a mistake. People, we're just people, Tyler. That was the good, ladies and gentlemen. Wow! I feel good. Oh, this feels really out of place. <laughs> so we should, out of we place. should have fixed that in, in post. <laughs> this is crap. All right, Ryan, let's go into our bad, please. Oh, my God, that was badass. War, Ryan. The invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces continues. 
as more and more footage continues to stream out from Ukraine, it seems to me that it's becoming more clear that there are two types of soldiers in the Russian army. The grunts and foot soldiers who make up the foundation of their forces, the ones who don't seem to know why they're there and are just following orders, and then there are the death squads, Ryan. The, the people who are actually doing the uh, the killing. I the groups of Russian forces that seem to be there for a single purpose, eradication. Now, these sounds that I'm about to play for you come from Sky News as one of their teams that was traveling to the Ukrainian Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you about to play? Trust me, I promise it won't haunt you or anything like that, but it's a sound I'm from- I'm easily haunted, I know, Tyler. I know. I, I probably should promise that. Now, these sounds come from Sky News as one of their teams that was traveling to the Ukrainian capital of Kiev because the town that they were planning on going to to report on was deemed too dangerous for them to go to. As they approach the outskirts of the city, what feels like an explosion rocks their vehicle and they roll to a stop. All of a sudden, they are fired upon. What I, I, what I hate listening to audio of people dying. Thankfully, nobody died in this instance, okay. which is why I'm playing it, yeah. Ryan. I can't. I wouldn't feel comfortable playing the death of somebody. Dude, I've listened to some of these true crime podcasts, and I've literally heard like audio of people dying, and I think that that is. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't arrived there in my craft yet, Ryan. <laughs> well, I'll keep working. Tom. Nor do I want to <laughs> keep pulling on that rope. So probably shouldn't laugh as I'm talking about yeah, this. All of a sudden, there's gunfire that starts ripping through the car. Now, in their own words, they thought that they had arrived at a Ukrainian checkpoint that had made a terrible mistake. So of course, they call out to their attackers, identifying themselves. British journalists! 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 Again and again and again, they call out, not realizing that they just rolled up on a Russian death squad who is positioned right outside the city, firing on Anyone, yeah, civilians, sure. journalists, children have been caught up in this shit. Yeah, but that is, what are those laws that we've imposed? Geneva Convention. Geneva Conventions. When you're dealing with these, uh, and I don't want to speak specifically on this war because I'm not informed as very well documented <laughs> on not just the show, but my life. Uh, a lot of people don't respect the Geneva Conventions anymore. They're like splinter cells of, uh, you know, people just kind of doing their own thing. Well, we're seeing the diversion of the people who are willing to follow the Geneva Convention, which are the countries that don't want to start an all-out war. Yeah. Not that they're, everybody's innocent. That's not what I'm trying to say. But then you have the people like ISIS, the people like Vladimir Putin, who, as you said, don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care. So they call out, we're journalists. We are journalists. And as they are screaming again and again and again. For their lives. Andre! I, I really don't enjoy listening yeah, to this. Yeah, so these bullets are ripping through their car. As I said, everybody got out alive. They had to crawl out of their car. Three bullets made contact. Thankfully, all three. Body armor, two in one person, one in another. Everybody got out alive. But these people are specifically stationed around these integral strategic points to murder and kill anyone that comes in. It's a terrifying idea, and it's to to completely water it down and make it more you know tangible in our everyday lives. Palatable. You've got like 
the college football teams that are wi- wow, you really watered it down. <laughs> but but hear me out, please. That are willing to do the dirty stuff that you have to do for sure to be good at college football, and then you have the ones that aren't. You're always going to lose if you're if you are holding yourself to a higher level than your opponent. It puts you in a you know a, a poor position. It does, but that is the. We sh- got to start firing on women and children, Tyler. <laughs> Is, wow. Hot take. Is that a hot take? Oh, that is a hot take. Nobody else has carved out this little corner for they're themselves. They're white and their blonde hair, blue eyes. What more do you want? I'll choose one by one. <laughs> I'll choose one Form by one. Form a single file yeah. line. Fax me over pictures and I'll tell you what to do. All right. And now just. just. I was kidding about that satire. Just interesting. Interesting. Now, Ryan, for our interesting, it's honestly, I just wanted to have a discussion on the way that this is shaking up the global structure, especially, obviously, in that region, because you had a lot of countries, um, um, England, Spain, all these different countries down in the corner, they are members of NATO. And as a member of NATO, if you get attacked, every member of NATO comes in and, and fights for you. Of course. Ukraine is not part of that. And it is believed that Russia has invaded Ukraine to stop that from happening. Okay. Because Ukraine is in a very integral position, much like Israel. The government of America will defend Israel till the day that it ends. That fertile, fertile crescent. And not just that, it's positioning for the Middle East. Yeah, of course. We can't land anywhere else. It's a it's a strategic spot on the risk map. Absolutely. Sure. So we find ourselves in this position where it seems like, and who knows, because anything can happen, Putin has done such a good job of uniting the world in a way that I don't think would have happened without yeah, his benefit. I, well, that's what I was going to ask help. you. It, almost like that 9-11 analogy where for the first time ever I saw people come together. Is Putin feeling the heat of everybody? Uh, from what I've heard, the very little, because again, life is too hard for me, okay? <laughs> you hear me talk about the, all these little bullshit observations in my life that rock me. I can't deal with war, Tyler. I only have so many notes, space. Good God. I can't be writing Russian war on a piece <laughs> of paper. My, my broadband can't take all of this in. But from what I'm understanding is this is not going the way that he had anticipated, mm-hmm. which, which to me sounds very positive. Absolutely, unfortunately, and it is. In the overall grand scheme of things, it is. But the people who are suffering are the people. It's the civilians. Sure. Putin, and this is a report. Isn't that the way it always goes? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it sounds believable. It has been reported that he is up in his mountaintop bunker. Sounds familiar. I know that. Giving orders because he's scared of his own people. Of course. Of course. Of course. Does he have access? To methamphetamine? <laughs> it's, I'm sure he has access to everything. Let's get this going, bro. <laughs> he sounds more. He seems more like a downer than an upper kind of guy, though. I, I, it looks like his <laughs> chemicals already have that covered. So right now, you have the country of Kosovo. You have Finland. You have Norway. These countries that were not part of NATO, were not really interested in NATO, did not have public support in their countries for joining NATO, and everything has been flipped. Well, everything has been flipped. It's kind of like what Gary Oldman said in The Fifth Element. You know, something bad sparks all this little movement. Sometimes it takes something negative to make some positive things happen. You know what I mean? It's almost like the Patriot Act. I see part one or step one. (laughs) What's step two? Explain to me step two. I just feel like as citizens, we have too much privacy, Tyler. If you need privacy, you're doing something wrong. Take my currency, my freedom, (laughs) and my privacy. And my firstborn. That's Uh, obviously what. Sometimes people have to unite to stop 
evil. And, and without full understanding of the situation, if you're shooting on journalists, if you're shooting on women, if you're shooting on children who have not enlisted in the army, mm -hmm. it's hard for me not to believe that you're at your core evil. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. How do you differentiate between, like, when you talk about the soldiers in the Holocaust, where they disassociated so hard that when they were shown what they had actually done after the fact, they had realized the horrors they had wrought on people. And it's like, yeah, you might have disassociated, but you're still at fault. Sure. You know, like, well, you got, you're at hey, fault, buddy. Again, we've talked about how we would like to see as a society us start to rehabilitate people. That is what I believe we should be doing with anybody who does anything wrong from, you know, zero to a hundred. With that being said, you still have to pay for your acts. So fire on prisoners. I like where your head's at, I, I Ryan. Mean, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> No one's listening. <laughs> it's privatized sector, Tyler. <laughs> and uh, and that, Ryan, is GBI. I enjoyed that one. That, that was one, a good one. That was, that was good. a good one. We we threw it. I, I would say that was almost like a conversation. You actually listened to me that time. I hate you. I'm working on it, You Tyler. did. You did. I, I, I there were a couple times I saw the glossy uh, coat over your eyes. I fought back. <laughs> you did. I fought back you like, did. like Tom Hanks and The Revenant. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just gonna let that go. I just—we're <laughs> in a good moment. I don't want to ruin it. I—I yeah. uh, I want you to know how much I appreciate you, genuinely. How much I appreciate you attempting to listen to me. You really are putting effort into it. An equal part of this show, and you should be treated as such. Thank you. Now, Tyler, let me ask you a question here as we wrap up this little this this little this little present that we're given to society. Three inches, right? When did women get the right to vote, Tyler? I believe it was 1921. 1921, you say. Mm. 19, very interesting. 1921. Uh, you're thinking of 1920. Okay. Is when white women got the right to vote, Tyler. Ah, now, the, now, the old loophole. Now, Tyler, Native American women uh -huh. couldn't vote until 1924. Okay, had to wait three years. Asian women, Tyler. Delayed the rollout, I see. 19, yeah, it was a soft open. <laughs> uh, Asian women, 1952. Okay, had to wait a little bit longer. Black women. Oh, Jesus. 1964, Tyler. Good God, So man. my only question here is, Tyler, why are you so racist, dog? What? Conversations, my Haitians. I mean, you just been throwing that fact about women got the right to vote in 1920 over and over again. It really just shows your 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 beige privilege, Tyler. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually was about to scream, it's my ignorance, but I think that's what white privilege is. Absolutely Living right. Living in ignorance. Not interested in learning about <laughs> anybody else's struggle. Anybody else's comeuppance? I love the idea. Not love. I love in a depressed sort of way the idea it's of people coming, coming out. out and going, yes, women can vote, but but no, 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 not you whoa, women. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where not are you, you going? <laughs> Hold on a second. And, and, and again, uh, to to go to a, uh, a more societal point, and, and this is kind of tying back into the, the Russia-Ukraine thing. Are we seemingly, as a culture, and there's no way you're going to be able to answer this, but the darker your skin, the less likely you are to be treated like a human. Is that where all this goes? Correct. It, on, we're, we're literally basing, and I'm not making a joke here. We're literally, without even noticing it, or maybe noticing it, on your actual shade. As you get darker, the more likely you are to be oppressed. Is mm -hmm. that a fact? Well, we have discussed Why? We have discussed in the past that it is in our DNA to associate ourselves with what we find comfortable, what we find uh, like ourselves. And it's, again, in our DNA to see people that don't look like us as a threat. But we are also human beings 
that can also say that these are people that there are so many reports coming out right now on the Ukrainian border of black people, people in the minority being treated differently. They are not getting rescued the same way that oh, other man. refugees are. What is it? I, I mean, it's just such an interesting societal, uh, you know, uh, just just something that's just so interesting to look at that seems to be inside of, dare I say, everyone, mm-hmm. because this has been going on for such a long time. That's Conversations with Haitians. This has been Session 110. Positive note, I think it's fair to say that it's getting better. I do think so. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it's obviously getting better pound me too i think has changed a lot of things uh you know in the one hour it's been alive <laughs> and i ruined it <laughs> all right tyler tell these mother flippers how they can get in touch with us those guys you hate.com go and subscribe how many times do i have to tell you do it or we'll beat up your kids great job tyler thank you you too and um what's the moral of the story player ryan the moral of the story and I know this is going to be a bit of an epiphany for those out there. War is bad. Mm-hmm. The fact that all these people, thousands at this point, I believe, are dying because of a madman wants to bring back the USSR, apparently. All these young uh, Ukrainians and Russians have to die uh, to fulfill this fucked up dream. And I'm on the record as being against it. Oh, uh, strong stance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you stand, I'm but impressed. I know on this side of the room. We're against it, Ryan. I, I would rather not discuss my politics <laughs> on this show. It's not what it's about, okay? Ryan. Don't worry about what I what I think or what I don't think, okay? What's the moral of the story, you socialist? I know what an atom is, okay? <laughs> I don't have to prove it to you. I don't have to prove it to you dummies listening on the radio. I know what an atom is. I can pick an atom out of a lineup if I wanted to. We are those guys here. Be kind or we'll kill you. Ah, wrong button. Red circle. Red circle. Red circle. For real. Red circle for mother. We good. Flip. Are we, Tyler? Are we actually good? The 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 system is good. The mechanics the, of it. The, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, the technology sure. behind it is running. Uh, and smoothly. that's all that matters now is just technology. Uh, is there some sort of machine out there, Tyler? There's plenty. To fix my crankiness. Um, a machine, no. Sure. A chemical, maybe. What about a vibrator? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Actually, maybe. that is a device. And you Sh- can put some chemicals on it. You got yourself a day. Chip a tooth. I. You're not using it it's right. It's always my go-to. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. Because yeah. nobody puts them in their mouth. It wouldn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, just cranky, man. Just a little cranky. Trying to pull myself out of it. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. I've decided I don't want to. Really? That's you, right. You, you like dick. Just, you, <laughs> you just like sitting in crankiness. No, I don't. I really, uh, I really would love to I was gonna say. wrap it all up. But always wrap it much up. Much like sex, it ain't gonna happen. Am I right? <laughs> Tyler, I have been thinking of a new segment. And Sending by thinking the wrong of message. it, I think uh, I mean it's just something that I'm mentioning here. I'll probably never mention it again. Do you think that there's a segment of old man being me? discovers the internet like there's things on the internet that everybody knows about and then i see it and i'm like <laughs> that's kind of funny isn't it and yeah people are like that happened in 1999 uh especially with like the memes and sure. the the different topics sure there's a lot of stuff i'm also growing into that where there's a lot of stuff being said and i'm like 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The Jeffs? Are Jeffs even a thing anymore? I don't even ever hear people even mentioning Jeffs. If if you are trying to make me angry every time you, it's, we all know it's Jeffs, uh, you're, you're, it's succeeding because that's Choosing ridiculous. moms, choose Jeffs. And here's what I saw on the internet that you've probably already heard. It gave me a little chuckle, Tyler. Okay. Do you know what the hashtag symbol was called before it was the hashtag symbol? The pound sign. The pound sign. Yeah. Correct. The pound sign, which then lends the idea to hashtag me too is... Pound me too. Pound me too, Tyler. <laughs> Internet, you done it again, you magnificent bastard. Rule 34, get in there. Really shifts the dynamic of the whole movement, if you want to call it that, Tyler. Yeah, I don't think anybody's calling it that. Different movement. Yeah. It's a different movement. Yeah. It's more of a thrust. I was going to say, that's more of a, a B movie being played in somebody's hotel room right Which now. Which is in, totally inappropriate, because Renee Zellweger should not be fucking that bee. I think that we all need to talk about that. I think she's allowed to do whatever she, she wants. She cheated on her husband with a guy with a bigger stinger, Tyler. Um, all man, dick puns, ladies and what gentlemen. What do you think about uh, the, just the, 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 the pounding as a sexual maneuver? I, I think it has its time and its place, but I think it should be used sparingly. I much, think Much I, like kissing. I think very much like... Um, excuse my terminology, a woman's clit. Oh boy. Excuse me. Wow. That's way too specific. I I know. Is that, but, but I I have to be specific because it is something that is to be used. You could at least said clitoris like my health teacher, Dr. Wander. Oh yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. He wore cowboy boots, which made me uncomfortable. It's like, (laughs) why? (laughs) I don't know. I just, dude, if you're going to be teaching me about the vast deference and the scrotum, put on some fucking sneakers. I don't know why, you're but that's- creeping me out. I feel like that's a shameful admission. I, don't know. I get terrified by cowboy boots. No, no, just in that scenario. It's very much like those different parts of the body where you don't focus on it. You you use it every, you use it sparingly. What are you talking, you don't- Pounding in the clitoris, you don't just focus on it. You don't do it all the time. You just use it sparingly as a this- treat. This part of the room would like to say that you you find out what your partner likes and, and then oh, oh, tailor your approach to that. If she likes the clitorati, Tyler, then you join the clitorati. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I but can't I, believe you made me say I, clitoris I, I think, on the radio. I think a lot of people fall into the trap of seeing it in porn and people make oh. the association that this is what I'm seeing in porn, this is what people want, and that's really not the way it works. Well, I'm glad that you said that because today's show is going to involve deep conversations. And by deep conversations, I mean, I was totally lazy this week, so I'm just going to throw some skeet up in the air. (laughs) Okay, I thought you were going to make a vagina joke. You made me feel really proud of you, and then you ruined it with skeet jokes. No, you you know what skeet (laughs) is. Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, thank you. That's my fault. We're going to the gun range, and we are going to skeet, skeet, skeet. (laughs) And what? What am I I, saying that's inappropriate? I deserve that one. And and we're going to have deep philosophical conversations. I'm in. Because I didn't write shit. So I'm in. uh, We've talked about it a million times on this show. How is the omnipresence of porn in society, how is that going to affect us Moving forward, that 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 computer in my son's pocket, where I'm sure he's looked up awesome boobies before, how is that going to affect him? You know what I mean. You've been making that joke since what he joke? got <laughs> since, what joke since he got a phone, and you know what I'm saying. Awesome boobies is not what's <laughs> being typed into the search field. I'm googling all over your Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's the direct access to these things, and it's not just porn. Although, as you said, porn has become ubiquitous in our society. That's the word I was looking but, for. But you can find 
like anything. Sure. You can find anything. You can find things that offend me and I am unoffendable. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Is how is this going to affect society as a whole? But we won't know the extent of what it's going to be until the younger generation it's happened. You know, grows up. I was telling my son the other day and perhaps a a, a too honest moment. <laughs> those I'm those like, no, were always fun. You wanted porn. You had to go look some gas station attendant in the eye. True. And say, true. I'll take a copy of Barely Legal and Biggins, please. <laughs> Speaking of American youths. <laughs> they didn't have Captain Stabbing back then? <laughs> no. No, that poor guy was just freelance going door to door in his boat captain hat. <laughs> that guy should be looked into. He's captain seems like patrolling a, back then? He, he looks like, like a mean guy yeah, in Captain Stabbing. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of American youths and the trouble that they're in, I did some boots on the ground journalism earlier this week because you and I have a secret job that we never talk about that involved me going into a school. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm in this school. We all know you're supposed to be 500 yards away from those at all times. But not if I tunnel underground. <laughs> so I'm in this school, and I'm just going about my business. I don't know the genesis to this conversation. I don't know where it ended. But I walked by a young girl speaking to another young girl. I'm guessing, because I'm bad at this. Yeah. Their ages were somewhere in between 5 and 26. Okay? <laughs> okay. No, no, they're in elementary school. They're, sure. they're very young. Sure. And all I hear is just one little girl look at the other little girl in, in the most scathing of commentary. She just says to her, why are you in my life? <laughs> and I and I, I I just lie down on the floor in the fetal position and, and, and held my knees and cried. There's it was a, scathing. There's a certain honesty to children. And, and I wish they'd stop doing it. If that was the next step on your on your statement, I would appreciate it. There's a it. certain breath of fresh it air hurt, that comes with fire magma in your face. It hurt. I, guess, I think I just said fire magma. I guess. <laughs> I think we use that in Vietnam, fire magma. Uh, you know what? It just was so deep and so yeah. real. Yeah. It was guttural and primal. And I wanted to punch that little girl in her face. Well, that reminds me of the time. Not the mean one, the little one. What'd you, what'd you do to make her say that? Back in the, yeah. I need to follow up as to, as to how did you wind up in this situation? I assume you're evil. What about the time back in the day when you and I used to drive around together doing this job? That we don't talk about. And that we don't talk about. And we walked into the middle school and the girl out of nowhere no leading into this conversation turns to ryan and pleads with him with puppy well, dog well, eyes. well stops us as we're walking yes. to the office please please finish. no 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 that's it i just no, no, turns no. to ryan keep going finish, i barely remember my life finishes stops us as ryan said looks ryan right in the eyes and says please tell me i'm pretty ah! oh I, you know, when I was typing this out, I knew that there was a chance that that story may come of up. Of course. And I'm like, mm, of course. I promise you that's not coming out. <laughs> and, and I was like, I probably shouldn't even mention this because I don't want to hear that story that I just heard. <laughs> that was a dagger through my heart. It hurt me. Yeah. I mean, were you in a position at that time uh, to like emotionally understand it? I, I think that I was at, at a, a point in my life where I understand emotional turmoil, mm. but I also understood that I was not in the business of telling middle school girls they were pretty. So you and I got the, I mean, <laughs> we did the Fred Flintstone thing without yeah. the car. We just booked it. Well, well, you did. I kind of watched on from afar, just in bewilderment. Like, is this actually happening right now? <laughs> and I'm, I, this is really coming full circle. Do you have anything for this pregame here, Tyler? No, no, no. no. Okay. So, so <clears throat> bodes well no i do not these pipes are clean baby and just basically i feel like we're we're basically already talking about this yesterday in the parking lot of the Publix. okay we're shopping as a pleasure <laughs> i was 
Cat called Tyler. Really? I was putting my groceries into the back of my car, head in the car, uh-huh. and as uh-huh. I'm turning around to go get it, I was cat called Tyler by a car of young Latina women. <laughs> They were Latinx for sure. <laughs> okay. And what did they say? What did they do? What was well, the noise? Here's the problem because they were speaking in Espanol. Ah, okay. So yes. I'm pretty sure that I hey, was Hey, gringo, cat-com. your laces are untied. <laughs> your car's on fire, <laughs> gringo. God, those uh, ladies are just so disrespectful. Well, it was a bunch of chorus of, and then it ended with, you know, like one of those real, a, a flourish and a flare, and they slowed down. Love that. And, and here's the thing, Okay. You had your little apple bottom jeans protruding out sure, of the back of the sure, truck. You know, sure. Yeah. Yep. yep. Hanging out of the top. <laughs> and and what I, uh, it made me think of all of the women that I've heard talk about this. And it's never really happened to me in those terms. And I just realized that those women are liars, bro. That shit was awesome. It was so, it really perked up my day. I don't know what these bitches be talking about, Tyler. Well, that's where my brain <laughs> went, is my sexism is is just hitting me full in the face right now. Because if you were a woman, I would be like, man, that really sucks. Sure. How, how disrespectful. Sure. You told me that. I was like, fuck yeah, Hell bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why good, are you? That's, good for you. I just think that any woman that complains about being <laughs> no, catcalled. No, It's just a humble brag. No. You know what I mean? They're no. like, oh. Oh, this guy forced me into the wall because it's a surprise. Oh, what? 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 No. What? I'm no. totally joking. Satire. They obviously deal with it far more than you well, or I and, do, and I don't have to worry about my physical safety. But it well, was, with those ladies, you probably did. Probably because I'm assuming that they had some type of shiv. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, we're Latin. You're we're just lucky. playing around every. We have fun. You're lucky they kept driving. No, <laughs> I smiled, but also I'm like, am I in danger? <laughs> 